And it is amazing how that we are born to worship the Lord in spirit and truth and how we are to give God praise. And we are to give God praise in the good times and also in the bad times. Because I've always said, and you've heard me say it, it doesn't matter what you're going through, it does not change your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus will stay intact with you, and He is, is just as close as the mentioning of His name. And He says that I'll be closer to you than a brother or a sister. And I thank God today that the Lord is my friend, and that He has been with me just as He's been with me, so He will be with you. The only thing that you have to do is to call upon Him and say, Lord, help me today. For Lord, you are a friend to me, and we are a friend of the Lord, and the Lord is a friend of ours, and I thank God for that. If you would today, if you would stand with me across the building, let us read Galatians 2 and 20 as we read every Sunday morning. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. And you may be seated today across uh, the building. It is good that we can come to the house of the Lord. And I do want to say thank you for your prayers. Every day I'm getting better step by step. And the Lord has given me the added strength that I'm needing. And so now I'm able to physically go to uh, rehab where they're working with me on a, a bicycle and they're working with me on my, my legs as well. And um, I didn't realize that I had issues with my shoulder, but I guess I was worried about my legs more than my shoulder. So I've been having some issues with my shoulder. So they have been doing some uh, dry needling where they put needles in your arms to get the blood flow coming through your uh, muscles and uh, to try to get that uh, soreness out um, that I'm having some issues where I'm just kind of limited to what I can do with it. But hey, it's still blessed be the name of the Lord. I still don't complain one bit. I just give God praise and glory through it all and He will, uh, he will provide. If you have your Bibles today, I want you to uh, turn with me today. We're, we're still in John's Gospel, the 14th chapter, beginning with the 6th verse. And that's John 14 and 6. I'm still in a series. Uh, I am series, sermon number 6. This is number 6. And we want to look at this as time will permit. There are some things that I do want to share with you today and maybe uh, continue to encourage you and some things that uh, you may learn even today as we get in on this passage of Scripture. Um, I am series uh, sermon number six. I am the way, the truth, and the life is the title of my message today. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we're going to look at, these, at this passage here, uh, and we're going to break this down a little bit. I want to give you something uh, for you to, to uh, food for thought and um, to help you out here. John 14 and 6. Jesus said to him, 
I am, I am the truth and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now I want to, I want to read this again, so I want you to look at this with me. Jesus said to him, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one, I want you to look at this, absolutely no one, nobody else, no other way, no one comes to the Father except through me. Now who is through me? This is Jesus Christ. Red letter edition, this is Him speaking. And I want us to look at this today. Jesus prepares His disciples for His departure in chapter 13 and He's getting them ready to let them know He is soon to depart from them. Also we see in this passage here that He's explaining to them that this is the last Passover before His death. This is the washing of the feet of the disciple as Jesus uh, humbled himself and as the disciples began to be humbled, remember Peter did not want Jesus to wash his feet and Jesus said, well you will have no part of me Peter if you do not wash my, uh, wash my feet or if I don't wash your feet. And he says, well, Jesus, just wash me all over. So we see here that these are steps that Jesus is instructing his disciples before uh, he is to part from them. We see the breaking of the bread together. We see communion that's taking place. We also see the revealing of his coming betrayal. There's going to be a betrayal there where that we know that Judas Iscariot will be the one that will betray Jesus to sell him out for 30 pieces of silver. Then we see the promise of heaven uh, as we see at the beginning of John 14 and 1 when he says, Let not your heart be troubled. There's many mansions in his father's house, okay? And he says, and I go to prepare a place for you that I am, and that's what we're looking at today, I am to answer disciples' question. Yet the question would be today, how can we know the way? How can you know the way? How can I know the way? That's a good question that I want to answer here today as we look at this. My first point today is this. Jesus is the way to heaven. There is no other way that you can get to heaven but only through Jesus Christ. Not I will show you the way. Not that here is the way. It's you cannot follow Jesus to heaven. He was baptized, but you can be baptized and yet you can be lost. You can say, well, he loves people, I love people, but you cannot love people and be lost. You can actually be loving people and still be lost. He was a man of prayer, but you can pray and still be lost. Now, I want you to know today, salvation comes through the faith in Christ Jesus. 
You can be baptized and still be lost because baptism does not save you. Baptism is showing that now that you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart and life, you are going by the way as Christ did through death, hell, and the grave. The water represents that with immersion as you go down and as you come back up. That shows that now you are doing what Jesus has asked us to do to uh, simplify and, and to make it where we understand what Jesus went through. Yet, I want you to know today, you can love people all day long, but you still could be lost. You can pray for people. You know, I, I've heard people say, I'm praying for you. I'm, I'm praying for you. And yet there may be some people that don't claim to know Jesus Christ, and there may be some that do claim to know Jesus Christ. But listen, I want you to know today, praying if you have not made that profession of faith and have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart and life, you can pray all that you want to pray, but you still can be lost. And so you need to know the difference here in the accepting Jesus Christ. For he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we see this clearly that whosoever believeth in him, believeth in him, now, I want us to look here a little bit. As we look at the word, I am the way. Jesus also gives us a vivid description back into the Old Testament in the book of Exodus. And I want you to look at this a little bit. As I was going through this, I want you to see the word, I am the way. There's a slide that's going to come up, and I want you to look at this with me a little bit. I am the way. The way, and look very closely, the way is the enter of the entrance of the outer courts. This is a picture, okay, of the tabernacle. This is a tabernacle that was built as God laid it out before Moses. It was a, a portable tabernacle that could be set up very quickly. But this is the tabernacle. This is where the priest went and prayed once a year, okay, for the atonement of the sins of the people, of the children of Israel. And so we see that God laid this completely out. So we're taking the passage of Scripture that I want you to look at this in John's Gospel. As Jesus says, I am the way, the entrance, which is the outer court, is called the way. And this is where the bronze altar was located. And the bronze basically typifies and it represents judgment. So when Jesus says, I am the way, we can look at the tabernacle and see that the outer entrance as you go in to this tabernacle, this is representing judgment and is representing from the outer courts saying, I am the way. Jesus Christ is judgment. He reigns on the just and the unjust. So I want you to know today as we look at this 
from the New Testament. I want you to see this from the Old Testament. Then as we go on, it says, I am the way, which is the entering in. I am the truth. I want us to look at this. The next part of this tabernacle is called the holy place. And this is a traditional uh, that, that of this entrance. As you go into the way, you go into the tabernacle, this becomes the entrance which is called the truth. And herein it will contain the seven branch of monarch, the table of showbread, which is typifies the communion, okay, and the altar of incense is in what's called the truth, Okay, and this is only of the members of the priestly tribe were allowed to enter here. The priest could only enter here. And this was excluded from any of the Israelites. So here's a point when it says, I am the way that is the entering in of the tabernacle. I am the truth. And this is the truth that we see where the priest will enter in, showing of communion, showing of the altar of incense. Okay, and then we're going to go in a little bit further. Then as you go through the way, which is the door of the entrance of the tabernacle, then as you go through there, you see the truth. Then you see what? The life. This is where the holies of holy was at this was called the life it is the place of rest it's a lasting piece of safety and provision this was the ark of the covenant this was the covenant of where the ark was was where God reigned that's where he ruled that's who he was that's where he was everywhere the ark of the covenant from the old testament wherever the ark was that's where God was so again this tabernacle was a portable tabernacle it could be taken down it could be moved and it was moved around as God placed it upon Moses to move it around but I want you to see even in the old testament of how God even orchestrated this before Jesus Christ came on this earth, folks. I want you to see the order from the Old Testament. I am, as Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. So I want you to know today, as we look at this, you're not just reading Scripture of John 14 and 6 and Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and life. This goes all the way back to the Old Testament. This has been orchestrated and instructed by God the Father from the very beginning that Jesus would, would, this would be planned out, that Jesus was actually, would orchestrate this through His Father. John 3 and 16, as we know, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We see this so clear how that God truly loves you and I. Now in a world which we live, we can look at this passage and when Jesus says, I am the way, the world will look at it saying, I'm the way. 
We live in a society where that nobody uh, is in this society where I don't need you to tell me what I'm doing, what I need to be doing. I'm going to do what I want to do, be what I want to be, say what I want to say, go where I want to go. And that's the society that we live in today. And they're looking to a way, to their own way, to their own presumptuous ways. And listen, people... As we see, and as time approaches of the coming of the Lord, we see people start getting within themselves saying, I don't need Jesus. I don't need God. I don't need anything because I'm all about me because it's what I want to do. If I want to make myself happy, if I want to do this for myself, if I want to do that for myself, then I will do it. You know, nobody tells me what to do. That's the world which we live in, a society we live in. But folks, I want you to know today, Jesus says, I am the way. You can't get within yourself and begin to do the things that you want to do because, listen, if you do that, God gives you a choice to do what you want to do, be what you want to be, say what you want to say, go where you want to go. But, listen, there is destruction because Jesus clearly lets us know that there's no other way. He goes on and says, I am the truth. Listen, we live in a society today that everything... Uh, it seems like everybody gets offended about every little thing. And the truth of what they say is, is the Bible. I mean, when people say stuff on social media, they think, well, you know, that's, that's God's truth. Well, that, well, you can't believe everything that you hear in, in, on social media. You can't believe. There, there's a lot of junk that's on social media, to, media, and there is a lot of good informational stuff that's really good as well. I'm not saying that social media or the, uh, our, our phones that we have are evil. I'm not saying it. There is good and there is evil. And so what we have to be aware of is knowing the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Our truth does not lie within our neighbor. Our truth does not lie with our mom and our father and our aunt and our uncles and our friends. That's not where the truth lies. The truth lies within the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to be dialing Him up in God's Word. We need to open up the Word of God and begin to know that the Word of God is the truth and it will stand the test of times. There are things that are crumbling around us. Society and things that are going on in society that we're scratching our head and cannot believe what we're hearing. It is... It, it, if I can use the word, it behooves me. It, 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 it really blows my mind with what's going on. But we cannot forget this passage of Scripture in John 14 and 6. That must lie ahead in our hearts and our minds. We need to understand no matter what's going on in society, no matter what's going on uh, in people's lives, Jesus clearly says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The Bible lets us know by grace we are saved through faith. We do not save ourselves. Our, our salvation is in the Lord Jesus Christ, as we see that in Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. 
God gives you eternal life. You still cannot save yourself. You cannot go on salvation saying, I'm going to solely go on good works. Well, I give to the poor. I give to the, to the needy. I help this person. I help... You can have all the great helps and the self-helps of everything, but until you make the profession of faith and accepting Jesus Christ in your heart and life, you are still lost. You need to know that Jesus has come to save you and you can have life more abundantly. The Bible lets us know that therefore we're being justified by faith when we accept Jesus Christ into our heart and life. Romans 5 and 1, Therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I love to have peace. When I see things going on that there's no peace in it, boy, I tell you, it just, it just really turns my stomach. It really makes me nervous. Uh, when I don't see peace that's going on and I see a lot of things that are going on and it just makes you want to pray that much more because of what's going on. And, and, and folks, if there's ever a time that you and I need to pray more than we've ever prayed before, now is the time for us to pray like we've never prayed. Pray for our families. Pray, pray for our children. Pray for our, our, our loved ones because I'm telling you, through the power of prayer, that is the only way that you and I are going to make it in this world is through prayer. Second point today, Jesus is the source of truth about heaven. Jesus is the source of truth about heaven. There are many errors about heaven. Some think that heaven is on earth. Some think only 144,000 will go to heaven. Some think that heaven is a state of mind. Some truth about heaven for Jesus. Heaven is a real place. It is not... It is not a fairy tale, it's not a, uh, a thing that's created in our minds. I just, saw, I just saw an article this week from Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was saying heaven is nothing but fantasy. Literally said it, and I'm going like, man, you're one of my, fa one of my favorite actors. You know, uh, the Terminator, I will be back. I mean, all of this. I mean, I love to see him act. But he just emphatically said this week in an article that heaven is nothing but fantasy. In other words, it's not real. See, folks, we need to know and understand that the world can tell us what they think heaven is and what it's not. But the Word of God tells me, the Word of God tells you that heaven is a real place. It is a place. Jesus said it in John 14 and 1. I go to prepare a place for you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if it was not so, I would have told you. But in my Father's house are many mansions. He's preparing a place for you. It doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't matter what your mom and dad says. It does not change the Word of God. For the Word of God will stand the test of time. I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. And <clears throat> I want you to know today we must stand on the promises of God and stand on the word of God no matter what this society has to say and what they think doesn't matter what they think 
doesn't matter what they say. It is what thus saith the Lord says. It is what the Word of God says. From Genesis to Revelations, the whole Bible inside and out, that's the road map that's going to take you and I to heaven. And no matter what else is going on in this world, it doesn't mount to anything because this will stand the test of times. Give God praise in the house today. Hallelujah. John 14 and 2, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, but I go to prepare a place for you. Heaven is a prepared place for those that are prepared to go to heaven. John 14 and 2 lets us know, In my Father's house. Jesus refers to His Father. He says, In my Father's house. Heaven is where Christians go after death. John 14 and 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Heaven is where Jesus will take us when He comes. It still doesn't matter what society says. And folks, I just want to remind you and let you know it's going to get worse and worse, and worse. You're going to see things like you've never seen before, and I promise you, you're going to see things that is going to make your hair stand on top of your head. We haven't seen nothing yet, folks. But here's, what, here's the good thing. It doesn't matter what we're going to see. It doesn't matter what we're going to go through. God says that He will not fail us his truth will stand the test of time. As long as we stay in the Word of God and we stay in prayer, there's not enough devils in hell that can stop the mighty moving of God. Because when God puts His hand on you and as you stay in prayer and stay in the Word of God, I promise you there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. We can depend on the words that Jesus gives us about heaven. My third point today is Jesus is the source of life that continues in heaven. Jesus is a source of life that continues in heaven. He says, I am the life. In other words, He is eternal life. We have eternal life in Christ Jesus. Some will look at us, should we pass by the grave, and see a casket, and we'll see, well, they're dead, and they're gone, and that is it. Let me let you know, they are just asleep if you're in Christ Jesus, because to be absent from the body, the Bible says, is to be present with the Lord. They really never die to death. You will see them die a death, but they'll never have a die, die a death, because all they are is just being absent from one place to another place. And that's when if you're in Christ Jesus. And I want you to know today that's how easy that it is to slip out from this life into another life that you're not dying because Jesus says, I am the life. He is the life. He is the way. In Him was life, John 1 and 4. And the life was the light of men. Let me say that again. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. Jesus does not walk around in darkness, nor does He want you and I to walk around in darkness. Because He's not darkness, He is light. 
and he is shining forevermore, and you and I have been challenged as Christians to be salt and light to this world. Why, Pastor? Because Jesus is in our heart and life, and the light, it's shining in us, shines out on others, and therefore we can be a light to this world. Jesus goes on and says, I am the bread of life. John 6 and 35, and Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life, and he who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. I am, look at this, I am the resurrection and the life. John 11 and 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life, and he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Why? Because he is life. Life is precious. The loss of this truth in our time. We have the loss of this truth even in our time. Abortion is going on as we see. Assisted suicides are going on every day. Euthanasia is going on. Each moment of life is priceless. Only Jesus provides life that lasts forever. In my closing today, Jesus is the only way to heaven. There's no other way. There's no other way. Jesus reveals the truth about heaven. Jesus gives life that continues in heaven. And come in faith to Jesus and be sure of heaven. There's an old song that crossed my mind this week that my mother and we in the church sung many, many years ago, and some of the older ones that are in the church would know it. Heaven will surely be worth it all. Heaven will surely be worth it all. If you would stand with me across the building today, sis, if you will play that song. Heaven will surely be worth it all. All of our trials and all of the pain that we go on this old earth. You may say, well, Pastor, why can't, why can't we all get along? Why, why, can't, why can't we live in a society that's utopia? I want to use that word. I, I really wish, I really wish we lived in a world where it was utopia. 